happy Tuesday morning. God, it's great to be upright, alive and mobile, fully functioning, all faculties, 10 fingers, 10 toes. Welcome back to Motivation in a Mini. Rico Bessé. Trying to inspire, motivate, not just for the sake of hearing my own voice, folks. Ah, really uh, thinking about it real quick here before I, I hopped on and turned on the mic. It's just, uh, you know, daily motivation or inspiration, right? Like brushing your teeth. You can skip a day or two and it's not the end of the world. But if you only brush your teeth once or twice a year, you know that you're heading for disaster, you know, dental disaster, if you will. And uh, if you don't care to keep your teeth and, you know, stay that course. But if you know, right, if you have belief in the fact that if you stick to a regimen, have a habit of brushing your teeth with consistency, then you'll keep them and you'll have good dental health. Well, let's not let's not deny ourselves the same thing on our mental health, right? So you don't have to do it every day, right? And I don't, and that's actually one of the reasons why I I got away from doing the podcast every day. But, folks, you got to find something, right? And if it's not me, right? If if I am not hitting the mark for you, or not resonating or what I'm saying, you maybe outgrown. I mean, that's a possibility. You know, it's just like having a mentor or some, some facet where I've had mentors before and they impart their wisdom and you take what you, all the knowledge and experience you can get from them. But then there's a point when you kind of transition to a new mentor with new perspectives. And so, you know, if at some point I feel like I'm not offering any more value, but the beauty of it is, is I'm also still... I still have a daily regimen too. I uh, listen to audiobooks, podcasts, you know, I hop on YouTube and just search just for something different. You know, I just type in motivation. Because I too like to brush my teeth every day. I want to keep them. And I also want to make sure that I'm taking care of my mental health. And I'm fully charged mentally and internally sees the most out of every day so precious so what are we going to talk about today right outside of the fact of making sure that we're having a good regimen a good habit of uh listening to some kind of motivation or inspiration seeking something for good mental health sometimes it's not even it's not even you know because i think sometimes people equate motivation and inspiration with some guy standing in front of a million dollar home with a Lamborghini and he's like, you need to become an entrepreneur and you need to start your own business or, you know, you need to learn how to day trade or get into real estate. (laughs) You know, if you're not investing in crypto, then you're just wanting to be poor the rest of your life. Um, I'm I'm not that individual saying, uh, you know, buy my short little course or what have you or, online guide to becoming wealthy overnight you know that to me that's 
that's a separate category, everybody. Don't confuse becoming an entrepreneur or, you know, becoming independently wealthy with uh, motivation and inspiration. You know, you can, you can have your nine to five. You can be your blue collar worker enjoying the trade or skill that you've mastered or learn or trying to, um, but still have, go into it with new and vibrant enthusiasm every single day or as much as possible, right? Every day waking up saying, I want to conquer life, right? And life is home, work, family, friends, right? It's the whole kit and caboodle. So that's what I want you to master. I want you to master your world and either be happy in it or create the happiness within it. That is motivation. And so just like daily affirmations, right? Of like who you are and what you're about and what you can achieve. That isn't for the sake of, once again, becoming a millionaire, becoming the next Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. If you want to, great. This is definitely the path to do it, you know, but not a requirement. All right. So what are we talking about today? What, what, uh, what do I come with? And just like I said, I, I listen to podcasts and motivation and I'm, I'm always picking up new things or trying to listen for something fresh and something that I can apply to myself, but then also maybe bring to my podcast. Um, maybe so that way you don't have to go out and seek it i'll bring it to you right give it to you on a silver platter and one of the latest things that i heard um and it's not so much that it's once again uh, super revolutionary uh information it's just the way it was presented that i was like man that is cool and i dig it so how we react to things in life, right, is so crucial. It really can determine so much in our happiness and joy or sadness and, and disfulfillment. And I, I don't know if you ever heard the, you know, there's a saying like, you know, 75 or 25% of your world and your life is 25% of it you can control and the other 75% is just how you react to it and I've heard that before a long time ago and, and uh, I was like it is it's so true so many things you are out of your control right so many things out of your control but what you can control is your emotions and your reactions to it. and that is so important because it can determine how you respond, how you react, how you pivot. And maybe the way somebody interacts with you, right? And then how you react to that could be positive or negative. Now, this isn't to say that you're a doormat for everybody's uh, crappy way of being. But it's also that if everybody in the world turns their back on you, right? And that's one, very unlikely. 
two pretty sad state of affairs, right? If, if you always think in situations, what's the worst thing that could happen? Okay, well, say in your life, everybody turns their back on you, right? And your reaction is to go, everything's hopeless. Nobody's ever going to change. Nothing's ever going to get better. What's the point? And a lot of people have that feeling in life. And then they try to apply a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Or, once again, as you master your feelings and your emotions and your reactions and go, this is temporary. I may feel like in the moment that nobody has my back, but is that really true? Is it really everybody that I've ever cared about or has said they cared about me all of a sudden now is just out the door and never to return? Do I really not have a single ally in this world? Have I really gone through my Rolodex of life and people I've touched and been touched by that I can't count on any single one of them? And even then, right, do I have the resiliency to weather this storm, whether, you know, whether I know this to be true or not? Um, can I weather the storm? Am I resilient enough? Do I have the fortitude to, to charge through and push through? Sorry, blind curve. All right. <laughs> Got to be safe while I'm doing the podcast. And so that's where it comes back to you mastering your emotions, your feelings, the way you react to situations. And in turn, that's going to then dictate your next step, your next move. Right. And I give an extreme example, right, of, of people being lonely in the world because we are we are not we are tribal creatures. We are not meant to be by ourselves. And so I think uh, for a certain for people that commit suicide and you notice it took me a while to say the word because I've had a few friends uh, take their life and it, two things in life that have taken away from me those that I I cared about and the number two the number the, the number one and number two are um, cancer and suicide so those are two things that are touchy for me to discuss. Not that I can't talk about them and not that I can't say the word, but I just, I don't, I don't like putting out in the world. I don't know, I've, I'm just saying it, you know. But let's be black and white about it, right? People that commit suicide, right? And, I, and you know, obviously using extreme examples to really drive home a point, but, you know, it wasn't the end, right? There was people out there that cared about them. Me, you know, there's people out there that had their back and they just didn't realize it. And so, but them reacting to their world and their environment and feeling like things are out of, their, out of control to the point that it doesn't matter why I continue to live, right? And very extreme example, but nonetheless, if you can push through those tough times, right? Right, tough times don't last, tough people do. And what really struck a nerve for me when I was listening to a a, pot, a, a motivational, you know, uh, audiobook recently was, uh, and I'm, I'll, you know, I've never wanted to, to steal and make it seem like my own, um, 
Les Brown, huge motivational speaker. If you've ever heard him, look him up, Les Brown. Um, very energetic, very robust. Um, speaks like a preacher, but his laugh, if you ever hear him laugh, it's so infectious. Um, and it, it's, even his laugh is just moving and stirring in itself, uh, which is pretty awesome. And it's, I would almost, you know, consider it kind of like just one of his, almost like a catchphrase, but it's just his, his, one of his qualities and characteristics that's very unique to him. But Les Brown, and who knows if he actually originally said it, but um, he said, are you a thermometer? Are you a thermostat? You know, the, the thermometer that just reacts to its environment, right? It's just a measure of its environment. When it's hot, it gets hot. When it's cold, it gets cold, right? All it can do is just respond, right? It can just react to its environment in the way that its environment's reacting, right? Negative environment, you become negative. If you're in a positive environment, you become positive, right? But are you really in control? Of course not. You're just reacting and that's it. Or are you the thermostat, right? The thermostat sets the environment. It controls the environment. It says things are too hot, I got to make it cold. Things are too cold, I got to warm it up a bit. Things are just right, let's save energy. No heat, no AC, right? <laughs> you know? And it, but it's, it's, and it's just sometimes isn't just the simplest ways that we can present it or think about it, right? And, and in my mind, I got that mantra going in my head ever since I've heard it, uh, you know, a few weeks back. And then I, I heard it from him before, and then I heard it from him again recently because I was just listening to a bunch of his stuff, right? Certain individuals I like and uh, listen to him over and over again, and they have different recordings, uh, different presentations that they were part of that they recorded. And so... You know, it's hearing the same information in a different way that that sparked something. And just for me, the second time around, I was like, let me rewind that. I was like, because I've heard that before, but I dig that and I got to steal it. And I'm like, yeah, am I a thermometer or am I a thermostat? And it's, it's you know, it's almost like, you know, am I a lion or am I a sheep? Right? Am I a part of the herd or do I lead? Right? But yeah, I mean, think about it. Just let it soak in for a minute. In your day-to-day -day interactions, in your ways of being, are you a thermometer or are you a thermostat? Are you at the mercy of your environment and everybody's reactions and you just, you kind of just hope and pray that everybody else is on their best behavior so that way you walk away feeling good because if not if, if there's any one person out there having a bad day or not feeling good or feeling malicious not thinking and they they introduce negative energy negative interaction into your day In that 30 seconds, two minutes, 30 minutes, what have you, 
can destroy your 24 hours because you don't know how to be a thermostat. That's where you're going to lose the joy and satisfaction that you want, you crave, you know you want to be a part of. See, that's the interesting thing about this journey called life once again. And it comes back to nobody's out there really, right? As a whole, right? Let's just as a majority. We don't need to speak in absolutes. Not everybody, right? But a majority of people on this planet want to be good people. And they want to do nice things. And they want more joy and less heartache. But sometimes we lose focus of what that means, what that really is for us. And then we don't continue to work on that muscle, right? And that muscle being our brain, right? And just our feelings and emotions and ways of being to create that. We become adults. And then we work ourselves out of these things that as kids were just natural, right? And it's not about just being selfish, but in some ways it almost, it, it almost is, right? Like you can be an adult and have bigger perspective than just the playground as a kid, right? But you can also say, you know, I'm, I'm gonna take care of myself. If I am on my best, right? If I'm not just the thermometer, right, and any hiccup in the road, and now I become that hiccup in the road, right? You know, it reciprocates itself where if somebody makes you mad, right, and you're upset, and then you go around and have an interaction with somebody you care about, but in the moment you're negative, and you just carry on that negative feeling to the next person, right? or they do something that just irks you, right? And you lash out at them and you're like, I'm not mad at them. I'm, I'm mad at the other individual that really crapped on me earlier. And now I'm crapping on somebody else, right? And, and it reciprocates, right? If, if you yourself become the thermostat, right? And truly be selfish. Like there's so much to the word that people think, you know, like, once again, this ways of being and we don't teach it the right way or we have good intentions that are poorly executed, right? And how many times as a kid growing up or as a teenager, even more so, right, you're told, don't be selfish, don't be selfish, think about others, think about others, think about others. And then what happens from that, right? What happens from that is other people don't pay it forward, right? Other people don't pay it forward or you're doing all these things for everybody else and what happens? You don't think they appreciate it or they don't say they appreciate it or they don't reciprocate it back to you. And then what happens? You become cynical, right? And, that, and that's the world in a nutshell, right? Why should I care? Nobody else cares. Why should I do it? Nobody else does it.
if I'm driving down the road and somebody turns their signal on, why should I let them in? Nobody ever lets me in. <laughs> I think just driving down the road it speaks to humanity, right? Because we're all in our little cocoon, our little bubble called our vehicle, right? And hell or high water, I'm, I'm getting to where I need to go, right? Because everybody's in my way. And if you're going too slow, you're an idiot. And if you're going too fast, you're a maniac. I set the bar, right? <laughs> in your little world. What are all these people doing on the road? Why don't they know how to drive? So, just funny side tangent on driving and the optics of it. How many people drive with rage? You got, on one hand, people driving with rage, and on the other hand, people sitting back judging everybody else. I mean, do you ever... When's the last time driving that you said, man, that person right there is a good driver? When have those words ever come out of your mouth while you were driving? Like, when was the last time you said, that person is such a polite and kind driver? I like that person. I've never met that person, but man, I would love be behind them in traffic <laughs> you know no I, I guarantee that 10 times out of 10 probably anything you've said about somebody driving on the road was how they don't know what they're doing they need to give up their license they need to retake a driver's license test but coming back to right when when we're told not to be selfish and how we got to put everybody else first. And I don't believe in that, actually. I believe you got to be the best version of yourself first. Right? And that can mean being considerate, being kind. Right? To me, when I'm kind, it's not out of any obligation to any other individual. It's because I own that decision. I make a conscious choice. I am the thermostat and the thermostat says that there's going to be more positive interactions than negative interactions. I determine the fact that I'm going to be nice when I want to be nice and it turns out I want to be nice all the time as much as possible but that's my choice. Nobody can come to me and say you need to be nice more often. Ain't gonna work. What kind of buy-in am I gonna have? What kind of ownership in that decision when somebody's telling you how to be? Isn't it more powerful when we choose to be a certain way? When we are committed to the choice? When we own the choice? And that's where, are you a thermostat or are you a thermometer? Are you owning the decision to be however you are or are you just reacting to it because I guess I guarantee that if you're just being a thermometer in your world and just reacting to things you're not taking ownership because that's what it is right you don't have to everybody else is a jerk so now I'm in a bad mood not my fault right you throw your hands up and say I I can't control these people they're all they're all mean can't help but be mean because nobody wants to be nice to me 
What is that? What kind of what kind of logic and crap is that? That's it, folks. <laughs> Podcast done. What do you think? Does that stick? Does that land? Thermometer? Thermostat? Are you being selfish? I probably actually, I probably put a pot. I know it's funny because I, I think of my prior podcast and in the beginning when I was producing so many that like, you know, how many times am I going to repeat things? And certain things I, I think are universal, right? Like the way of being, what we put into the world, how we react to the world. I know what I'm saying in this podcast isn't, once again, revolutionary or, you know, probably for some of you, nothing that you haven't heard before, but heard it in a different way, a different twist, a different way of making you go, ah, oh, you know, I, I felt that way or I kind of believed in that, but just from this perspective or the way Rico says it, Yeah. Right? And once again, this isn't Tony Robbins, Eric Thomas, Gary Vee. I mean, to me, they're just human beings too. But, you know, sometimes when, when we're being spoken at by individuals who are millionaires and, you know, their success... Um, you know, they created through their attitude and ways of being. So I'm happy for them. But sometimes it's, it's just like uh, Bill Gates, you know, when he gets up on the mic and preaches about COVID and go, what is this billionaire talking to me about something that he knows he's, he has no idea about, right? He's not a doctor. He has no history, experience, rationale to be talking to me about vaccines and medicine and so it's in one ear out the other I mean what he could be saying is completely correct completely wrong but because of who he is what he is and where he's coming from in an area that really has no expertise and that's true that um, then it falls short and so going back to what I'm trying to say is that you know for somebody like me who's in the fight just as much as you are right in the, the day-to-day trying to find joy and happiness. Follow my lead. <laughs> Follow my advice. See if it lands. See if it sticks. Once again, I'm always open to the fact that I've got this all wrong. I don't know what I'm doing or saying. But maybe. Just maybe. I could be right. And the moment you become selfish and start saying, this is what I'm going to be about. and This is how I'm going to do it. And I take ownership in the way not only I act and do and execute, but a majority of the time how I just react to things how my emotions develop from 
these circumstances. If today I go to work and my boss asks me to do something completely dumb and worthless, right? Like worst case scenario. I love always thinking worst case scenario because if you can, in your mind, do the mental gymnastics on what's the worst thing that could happen. So today, right, maybe for today on this Tuesday in May, that the worst thing that could happen is my boss calls me up, says I completely did something wrong, wants me to re do something that I probably spent hours on, right? You know, just hypothetical, something I devoted tons of hours to, to develop and execute this product and all for him just to say, and I say him because actually my, my boss isn't him, right? But whoever it is, him, her, right? For them to say, what is this? This is not what I wanted. This is garbage. Do it this way and do it now. Don't leave until I have this uh, back on my desk the way I want it. Now, for me, if I had that kind of reaction, I'd be like, I'm going on LinkedIn, Glassdoor, Indeed, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm looking for a new job. Like, who is this guy and why did he do that? Um, but how do I react to that, right? Yeah, do, do I let that one moment, right, determine and dictate the fact that, for me, just speaking, right, like, I love my job, I love my coworkers, I love what I get to do, right, the pay's decent, the benefits are decent, the hours I'm down with, right, so, once again, am I just the thermometer? that lets that ruin my day and my wife calls me and says hey honey I got a question how are you doing and I lash out at her right and say why are you bothering me I've got this deadline my boss just crapped on me and, and you don't understand what I'm going through and what I'm doing to try to provide and be a father and, and I don't have time for your questions why can't you just figure it out right like there's so many ways to show up to that interaction where in the moment once again I'm not in control of my emotions. I'm just being a thermometer. And in that example, I can go, maybe my boss is having a bad day. Maybe I need to, after I walk away and cool off for a bit, right? Because you can get a little heated from it, right? You're not a robot. You are a human being. I'm a human being. If somebody said that to me, I'd be like, uh, that doesn't, that doesn't really land with me the way you're speaking to me. So in the moment, being the thermostat that I am, I could say something back or I could walk away, collect myself and my thoughts, go back to the individual and say, what did I do wrong? Like I, maybe I was confused about what you wanted me to do or is it, was I really that off? Like was I on another planet? Like I wanna be better. I want to give a better product. I don't want to waste my time or your time, you know, and let's collaborate on avoiding this kind of messiness next time. See, that's me now trying to set the environment, control my emotions and feelings 
and then add value to it. And that only comes from my, my tools and training and experience of being a thermostat instead of a thermometer, right? If all we ever do is just react and get upset, but never think about, right? Have the, the mental strength or the mental capacity or tools to, to then become the thermostat that sets the environment. See, I could have been done talking about this 10 minutes ago, but I threw in another analogy for you, right? Like always trying to figure out a new or different way of presenting the information to see if it sticks or lands and making it presentable in a relevant analogy. That's, that's what you get with motivation in a minute. All right, folks. I love this topic because I think, and this is one I'll probably present on again in a different way, in a different form just to make it land because I think it is so crucial. And like I said, it, it landed for me, not that I didn't know the information already, right? Like, but just the way it was presented. And maybe you, in your role as a leader, right? Or as an individual taking it to heart and then passing it forward, paying it forward, sharing with other people, right? If you definitely lead a team of one, two, 20, what have you, that you're having the conversation about them right or you're a father a mother brother a sister but being able to share that with those you care about why not man i mean see it's so so universal so so applicable in many facets of how we are who we are in the world but i'll once again because i'll wrap it up is <clears> oh <throat> Sorry. It's just leaving you with this, right? Your choice. What do you want to be? Thermometer or thermostat? And I think you know what I'm choosing to be, what I'm trying to live every day. And yes, there are going to be moments when you digress, right? When the moment is so overwhelming that you are just going to be a thermometer <laughs> and that's okay one time doesn't ruin your day right just like the one time you skip brushing your teeth you don't quit and give up and say well i i missed the day so forget it i'm just i'm not a person who brushes their teeth you know that's not the kind of individual i am dental hygiene isn't my thing because i i skipped a day no you go okay i fell off the wagon for a day i'll hop back on Stronger, more committed than ever. Same here. I've definitely had days where I was just a plain old thermometer. And I got upset and then got upset with other people that had nothing to do with the initial reaction. But you know what? I learned from it. And I said, I didn't like the person I was. I'm going to be better about it. I don't need to be this way. I don't need to be malicious to other people that had nothing to do with putting me in that state of being. So I choose to be a thermostat and I will try to be a thermostat every single day. I love y'all. I respect y'all so much because you took time out of your day to listen to the podcast. Go for a little ride. 
keep me company at least on my way to work. So it's going to be a warm one in Virginia. I think summer's around the corner. Please, folks. I know you're awesome. So practice it every day. Make it a habit of being just super freaking awesome in this world. Intentionally.